Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4. It is the Shrews Views. I'm your host for the week, Mr. Nathan Judah. Delighted to be joined by Shrewsbury Town reporter extraordinaire, Mr. Ollie Westbury. Ollie, how's it going? Oh, I'm very good, thank you. That's a fine introduction. Oh, you know me. Um, it's, um, I think this is my debut on the Shrews Views, at least for this season. Well, definitely for this season. Probably, I don't think I did it last season either. So it's, it's an honour to not only be presenting today or hosting, because Johnny Drury's um, taken a few days off, but also to be in front face-to-face, not remotely, not on Teams. This is me looking at you, and, and you know, a lot of people in the office say that, you know, you're, you're a good-looking lad, and, I, you know, I'm looking at you now, I'm staring into your eyes, and I'm thinking, you're definitely the second-best-looking guy in this office. <laughs> it is it is the first in-person podcast that I have done since I've worked for m and Wow. So um, wow. I'm particularly excited about this occasion. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. Well, it's a good thing you've been on holiday for a week and a bit, so yeah, we can like talk I've, about. <laughs> I feel like I've been forever on holiday. The last I got another one coming up as well. I, oh, almost, what? I almost feel guilty about it. It's astonishing. What's uh, so what's been going on? What you been what have you been up to? I mean, obviously you've been playing a little bit cricket. Yeah. How's it going? Fair, fairly average. Yeah, steady. Yeah. yeah but you I, got a ton the other week, didn't you? Yeah, I've done. Okay. I've done okay. Mm. Done okay. I'm I mean, there's a lot of cricket fans who have been listening who are obviously obviously big Salop fans as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'd, okay, I'd like to have done a bit better. But mm. um, yeah, so I've done a bit of cricket. Yeah. Done a bit, fair bit of painting. Ooh. Just bought a house. Oh, mate. So, first yeah, one? First, first house. Oh, yeah. mate, it's always a big step. Yeah, there's With the missus as well? Yeah, the missus as well. Yeah, the missus as well. So we bought Girlfriend, a, fiance, wife? Girlfriend. Oh, yeah, okay, so you see, you say girlfriend now. Once, once the Dulux starts going on that first wall, there needs to be a ring at some situation. I'm sure there's a few hints there. Yeah, over the over the last couple of years, there have been the occasional hint. But yeah. I think we've both we've both agreed that we're both so skint that we can't afford a wedding. Right. So so that bails me out for a, hopefully another couple of years. Eight, but, eight year engagement, mate. That's the way to go. Well, well, no, but then you still have to buy a ring. Oh, there's Haribo. Well, yeah, true. Buy a cheap one. You get one from Pandora. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, some cubic zirconia or yeah. something like that. They'll never know, mate. They'll never know. Unless they trade it in, you know, in the divorce, and they, they get 11 quid back rather than, you know, <laughs> one and a half grand. It's not great. So, um, so yeah, so plenty of paint on walls, mm. plenty of, um, yeah, bits and bobs around the house. We've had a bathroom delivered today, oh, this morning. Literally a bathroom? Literally, the whole bathroom, yeah. It's currently empty um so having that fitted so there's been a lot of a diy uh, i know you're not much of a diy definitely not mate definitely not hiring i'm hiring someone if i if i if i can pay someone to come and do it i'll do it i mean this job literally i, I don't do it i mean i just front it but someone else does all the hard work that's johnny um it's um yeah bathroom so the most important thing i think with a bathroom for me because my wife doesn't like to be anywhere near me when i'm getting ready for bed um, is two sinks. Have you got two sinks or is it just the one? No, our bathroom's tiny. Oh, you've got the one. Oh, I wish we had two sinks. Do you have toothpaste gate and, you know, you, oh, have you have you lost your toothbrush and you might use theirs and then have you yeah. been using it? No? No. Okay. Well, 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 I don't know. We haven't lived together. We lived together for a little bit for about two months in New Zealand for oh, a while. Yeah. But apart yeah. from that, we haven't really lived together all that much, a little bit during COVID. So yeah, we'll find, we'll figure this out as we go, as I'm sure, oh, once man. we eventually get in there after another holiday. Yeah, yeah after another holiday, after of course, yeah. Holiday. Well, I think I think one of these holidays you're going to expect to, to well, get you down on one knee at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? If you have a nice little cliff view and a, you know, a nice little restaurant and uh, all of a sudden the dessert comes out and there's a little bit of a box in there. 
<laughs> a bit of Cartier, baby. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. No one, no one's listened to this podcast, baby. Fine, she's fine. I go on about Lana all the time because I know four or five minutes in, she's, she's no chance she's listening any further. So about twenty minutes is the sweet spot. <laughs> yeah. So we shall see. We shall see. Um, I have been. Yeah. So I'm off to Turkey later in the month. Lovely. Um, so it's. Uh, I still get the same amount of holidays as everybody else, but uh, I kind of it's. My first year in the job, isn't it? And mm. I had done a summer actually covering Shrewsbury Town before, uh, and I probably should have got some holiday away during the summer. Yeah, and I made the clangor, uh, and like I've used these just because I've got to take them. Got to take them. Who's got to take them? And it's all come at the same time, so it's a bit of a blow. Because I would have liked to have seen. Obviously, Shrewsbury have now played four games, and you know I've missed a couple of them, which is I'm fairly. Oh, the positive of the next holiday is I don't miss any any football. Mate, so we've got a Friday. We've got a long old season. You yeah. won't you won't you won't be worrying about that. Or Apologising on a on a Tuesday night in February when you're you know 28 30 games deep, so I'm sure you can be excused. So so yeah, I mean look, I mean you know there's been a few games since since the last um, the last podcast, um, the Stevenage game which I'm, which you were at, which was obviously the shocking defeat or poor defeat anyway. Uh, the win against Burton, which they were pretty comfortable, and then and then the defeat against Lincoln on Saturday. As a whole, what what are your kind of um, early thoughts on the process and maybe some of the games? Well, I suppose I was. I was I was really pleased with the way, so that it, it kind of like st- group it into like little stages. I thought the first two games they showed some really really good signs. The yeah. first two games, it's including Cheltenham on the opening day where they won one nil. They put in a really good first half, exciting performance mm-hmm. against Leeds where they really went toe to toe with um, with Leeds at, at Ellen Road, which was something that. You know, I perhaps didn't expect them to do. I expected them to sit in a low block and defend for their lives, but they, yeah. they they really took it to them and pressed them high up the pitch and panicked them into making into making mistakes. And then we moved on to Stevenage, and we weren't really quite sure what to expect with Stevenage. You know, a real, the real physical side. It was mm. windy. You know, considering it was still August, it was a cold, yeah. bleak, miserable, wet day. Mm. Um, at Stevenage and the kind of the, as you can imagine by me describing the weather the game was broken up it was sure. physical there were fouls everywhere um, and not one for the connoisseurs no not for a footballer in, in fact it was I think I described it in my analysis as an eyesore <laughs> and I think that is perhaps um the best way to describe it is that Stevenage or the game? <laughs> well, I didn't get to explore Stevenage too much, but the game itself was a complete eyesore from start to finish. Shrewsbury really got a bit got bullied, I think, when you, mm. when you kind of think about it. Um, so that kind of I don't know. It took a bit of gloss off the opening start to the to the season because yeah. they really were, you know, as close to one of the most disappointing defeats that I've seen since I've been covering the mm-hmm. club. So. That was really disappointing. But they, to be fair to them and to be fair to Taylor, they bounced back, didn't they, with a yeah. 1-0 win over Burton. Um, and I believe it was a, a pretty good performance too. And then moving on to Lincoln, obviously it's difficult to say too much with, with me not being there. But mm-hmm. you know, from the reports that I, that, that, that I read and from speaking to people in the club this morning, it seems as though you know, at Lincoln at the weekend, they had a they had a really good first half, created a lot of opportunities. Should have taken some of those opportunities and didn't, and perhaps they weren't quite as on the ball in the after half time. And you know, they got punished for that. Um, you know, I think they're desperately in in some 
need for reinforcements in forward areas. Mm-hmm. Shrewsbury Town, I think, they, they, they look as though they're just kind of running out of steam. And, you know, with them playing 90 minutes at Stevenage and then 90 minutes against Burton and then 90 minutes, you know, those forwards, Dan Udo and Ryan Bowman, have played an awful lot of football now. Yeah. A lot of running in the legs. So I imagine they're feeling a bit jaded and a bit tired. So, you know, you can understand that because, you know, two forwards playing in a 3-5-2, which is a demanding system in, in itself anyway. So mm-hmm. I suppose that's where we are. Um, what's your uh, what's your take of how things have gone so far? Uh, how's Matt Taylor done? Would you say? I feel as though you know he's doing a pretty good job um, mm-hmm. so far. It's early days, isn't it? And I'm very reluctant to make too much of a too much of a you know a big bold call. Um, you know, after four games, you know, but I do feel like we can see we can see the plan. I think we can see the map and, and what he wants to try and do. And I suppose it's. It's just about kind of following the process. And I certainly feel we'll have much more of an idea of where Shrewsbury Town are going to be at when we get to perhaps, you know, 10 games in. Um, what's, the, what's, the, what's the successful season for Shrewsbury this year? And I know it's difficult to say, four games in. I think they're, well, they're 12th in the table, early days, or very early days. But what would be a good season for, you know, for Matt Taylor, for, for Shrewsbury? They've obviously had a, a huge upheaval in the summer. A lot of changes. Some of the fans were were pleased. Some of the fans were, were obviously frustrated at, at what happened in the summer and maybe how late it developed. Um, what would what, do you think? This is a, this is almost a, a keep keep going mid table, get a decent squad together, put a run together, and anything else will be a bonus. Or is it is it is it worse than that? Is it just try and stay up and and keep yourself keep your head above water? Well, I think the budget is reduced. Shrewsbury's budget from last year is lower than it was. Um, so I believe that Mickey Moore, the director of football, and Taylor are trying to build a squad, um, you know, with less finances than than what they had last year. And obviously, they finished I think it was twelfth last year. Mm-hmm. So obviously, that's an important factor. Um, I would say if they can finish, you know, in that mid to lower mid table region, I would argue that that's a pretty a pretty strong season. Um, and if they can perhaps equal to beat. The, the 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 finish from last year that's a very successful season mm. um, would, would would be my thoughts um yeah that's what i would say um based on having watched them a few times already they look they look as if they've got some good players there they look as if some of the recruitment that they've done has been looks to have worked already especially with the defenders are quite like um morgan feeney on the right side of the defense and you know Anderson coming in on loan from Sunderland, but it's quite hard in League One because you know they're relying a lot on some of their players that are playing week in week out, the loan players, and you know they're the spine of the team. So it can be challenging if you know you've got loan players, and you know in the summer the, the chances are is they're going to go back to their parent club. So you know if you're relying on loan players too much, yeah. it's difficult to get that consistency because you've not got the continuity of the same people week in week out. I mean, you talk about that consistency in loan players. I mean, look. Elliot Thorpe's a big news at the moment, isn't it? Uh, injury's a big blow. Uh, what's the latest on him? Um, obviously on loan and, you know, looking for a successful season, but things don't look, things don't look great, do they, or Rosie at the moment? Can't, we're not going to be seeing him any time soon. No, it doesn't appear to, it doesn't appear to be. He was, he was not in the squad um, against Leeds. Um, that was the first time we kind of noticed that, that you know, he was, he was missing Elliot Thorpe. Um, so... 
you know, we've we've kind of said that we've we've heard from the club that he'll be out for for the foreseeable future. Um, whether it now means that Shrewsbury Town contact Luton, obviously his parent club, to see if there's, you know, whether he's doing his rehab there or um, we're unsure um, exactly what we can do. What what I can say is tomorrow is press conference day, so mm-hmm. I'll be going to see to, uh, Matt Taylor tomorrow afternoon, and that will sure to be a question that's asked. You know, it'd be good to get a time frame of how long they expect him to be out for. Um, because you know it's a bit vague at the moment. Um, obviously, we we gather it's a, a serious injury, but quite how long it's going to be, um, we're not completely sure. Yeah, not not ideal. Um, look, deadline day next Friday, September the first. So there is still time for for Shrewsbury to get some business done. I know there's not loads of money there. I completely understand that. But in terms of positions and and incomings and outcomings, can you expect to see much movement, or do you think it'll be fairly quiet? No, I think there will be a fair bit of movement. Um, Matt Taylor assured me the last time I spoke to him that the Shrewsbury Town squad will look considerably different by the end of the window. Um, so, yeah, um, I expect it to look quite different. I believe he wants two forwards. Mm. Um, so there's two positions, and if they're going to let anybody go out on loan or anything like that, then things are going to, they're going to need replacing or they're going to need a bit more depth. You know, obviously, there's the Elliot Thorpe problem obviously he's come in to play at right wing back obviously sure. Carl Winchester's doing it at the moment but you know Elliot Thorpe how much of a part is he going to play do they need to get cover for him mm. who knows um, so I, I would expect them to be quite busy between now and the end of the window to be honest um, so yeah I expect I'm anticipating a, a rather busy couple of days it's difficult isn't it because oh, busy for you as well are you, gonna, are you on holiday are you here for the no, deadline I'll, I'll okay. <laughs> it's, it's difficult though isn't it because you know you say two forwards I reckon you could probably ask half the, half the league in league one that they're probably looking for a forward and everybody wants yeah, a striker yeah. so you know it's, um, it's difficult the competition is there if people have got money to pay then, then of course they're going to be at the top of the pile and then you've got that trickle down effect haven't you from Premier League clubs from Championship clubs Championship wanting some of the Premier League stars and they can let maybe one or two go or you know you might be fortunate in getting a you know someone who's maybe surplus to requirements or a young and upcomer from a Premier League club to go into League One to kind of test the metal a little bit um, but You've got to wait for that. And yeah. as much as Shrewsbury fans will be desperate for them to get business done, and I'm sure Matt Taylor, the real, reality of the situation is you could be in a boardroom at 8 o'clock at night and you're still waiting for a Premier League club or a Championship club to conduct their business so that that can happen. And it may not happen. It may not, it may not work. They might have a deal at fall through and then you're left high and dry. This happens every single year. And it's just a case of, like you say, being patient, I guess, having a few different options and if you, you know, a plan A, a plan B and a plan C contingency. Yeah, well, I suppose that trickle-down effect is massive, isn't it? Because, you know, the Premier League clubs will be doing their own recruitment, same with the Championship clubs, and that's probably what what is happening. It's they're figuring out their own stuff at the moment and what players and shaping their own Mm -hmm. squads. And you see it year in, year out. They shape their own squads and then once they kind of... You know, feel happy that they've got what they need. I suppose they're prepared to to let it, to let a few more players go. And mm. you know, it's it's a bit of that knock on effect, isn't it? Really, that where you know the first one goes, the first domino drops, and then bang, 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 and yeah. then off they go, and the, the transfers stop start happening. So you know, Shrewsbury, um, you know, Matt Taylor has been sure to point out that when Shrewsbury have been looking to sign players, they've been looking for high quality players, mm-hmm. players that lots of League One clubs are competing for the signature of. So I think that makes a big difference. They're not trying to sign. They're not just trying to get any old 
any anybody in mm. just because of, for the sake of needing a body. They're trying to bring in players that are going to come in and make a difference. Obviously, they've got Max Matter, the the New Zealander, who's oh, going to go on to, yeah, yeah. But he's now got his clearance, which is which is good. Obviously, a bit of a shame that he couldn't play at the weekend because of a minor calf strain. But we're expecting him to be involved for the first time. Oh, this, this week. week oh, this that's weekend. good. Okay, so that's positive news. That's what? positive news. But Fan- then, surprisingly enough, he still wants two forwards because mm. you know then he's got five centre forwards. Mm. And obviously, he's just made Ryan Bowman vice captain. Yeah. So that suggests that by Ryan Bowman's heavily in the plans. Obviously, mm. you ain't going to have five forwards on the pitch all the time. And I know you get injuries, and I know you want to keep them fresh. But can some play, can play wide? You know, so perhaps, it's a little yeah. bit like what you know, they wing, might be wingers. versatile. Yeah. So they can switch the. But obviously, you know, they've made it clear they're all they're going to play three at the back, and mm. they're, they're not really for changing. Um, so you know, I find that I don't. I suppose you play your two forwards, and you can change them up after 70, 60, 70 minutes to sure. make to freshen it up, but. Yeah, I do find that because it's hard. Like part of being a manager is mm. about managing people mm. and managing, you know. So, and also if you're if you're trying to attract, let's say, a, a young lad from from a Premier League club or a Championship club or someone who's maybe not not fitting in, I I guarantee the parent clubs will want Minutes. game time. Yeah, they yeah. want they, they want well, yeah, that's fine. I'll send him to you, but he's got to be a starter. Yeah. There's no point in me hanging on, and he's going to come on twenty minutes a game, or and you you know he'll play maybe the odd. You know, trophy game or, or what? You know, FA Cup game. I need him to be your starter. Have some guaranteed minutes. Otherwise, what's the point? Bang on, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so that that. But these are the decisions that the manager has to make, um, and you, you you know, these are the decisions that he'll be judged on. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, the similar kind of things happen with the centre halves. I suppose they've now got four good centre halves. Mm. You know, obviously, there's the two that I've mentioned. Obviously, there's club captain Shane Dunkley and Tom Flanagan. Probably can argue that you know he's infor- unfortunate to find himself out of the side at the present. Um, so it's one of those, really. Mm. Um, it's one of those where you know there's a bit more competition for places than mm. where there was last year. You kind of pretty much knew who was going to play unless there was a minor injury that someone was missing and someone would come in and fill it fill in. Whereas now there's you know, there's pressure for players to perform because if they don't, there's people waiting in the wings who can come in and fill in. Um, so yeah, um, that's a, it's an interesting one to see to see how it's all going to pan out. Um, but it certainly does feel as though Town will probably end up when that window slams shut. They mm. will end up with a little bit more depth than they have had in the past. Window slams shut. You've been you've been watching too much Sky Sports news, mate. I'm telling you. I'm going to come in. I'm going to come into the office next. I think it's next Friday. Yeah. I'm going to wear a yellow tie. Oh, the yellow tie. You love it. I love to see it. Brilliant. Um, look, though, though, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Two people who are doing pretty well, I think, and um, or one who, who obviously is probably going to get a chance sooner rather than later, uh, Travis Hearns, and also the impact Taylor Perry's made as well. I think the fans are pretty happy with him and his contributions. Yeah, he scored an excellent goal um, at Ellen Road. Um, and, yeah, he, he's done really well since he's come in. Um you know, he was on trial at the club. Uh, we brought, you know, uh, the story that he was that he was on trial at town, and then obviously after playing in a couple of pre-season games, he's signed. He's been with Mickey Moore before, mm-hmm. two seasons at Cheltenham, um, and he started kind of. He's got had got some real momentum, um, Taylor Perry. So, um, yeah, I think he's been he's been one of the major success stories. Success stories. Success stories of the summer recruitment drive. Um, so that's a positive. Um, 
And then Travis Hearns, I mean, that's kind of that's a remarkable story, isn't it? The youngster, mm. he scored against Wolves under-21s last season or under-23s, whatever age group it is that plays in the EFL Trophy. Yeah. In a game where Shrews basically played their under-19s and never touched the ball. And he came on a sub and drilled one into the bottom corner to, mm. give, to give Town the lead. And then I think it was Joe Hodge, who's now in the squad quite regularly, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he was on the bench on Saturday, yeah, for Wolves. Who, who bent two into the top corner from the edge of the box, but... You know, he he was thrown into the Lions then almost at Ellen Road, mm-hmm. thirty five thousand people, highest league, highest Carabao Cup attendance for the for, for that round of the competition, um, and it really was kind of like a raucous, raucous atmosphere. And you know, he coped with it admirably. You know, you can. I mean, Matt Taylor said after the game, he says you can either sink or swim in these occasions. Yeah. And what you w- would have to say is that he definitely, he definitely kind of rose to the occasion, um, and. You know, he played. He played really well. He took the ball. He was brave on the ball, and and he, and he and he did well in a in, in a town shirt. How much more we're going to see of him now? You know, if they keep getting, you know, keep signing players and mm-hmm. getting, um, getting people, it bringing people in. Will will he still be be in the squad, or will he be one of the ones that you know perhaps has to make way? You know, well that that remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Matt Taylor's keen for Shrewsbury's. Well, plug, plug, plug. Go on. Back page of the Shropshire Star. Oh, here tomorrow. we go. Here we go, baby. Matt, Matt Taylor is very keen to see Shrewsbury Town's young players go out on loan and get mm. games. So whether he's one of the players that they, you know, see as somebody who could go out and get game time, I don't know. I've got okay. no no real knowledge of who they they, they feel needs yeah. needs that. But you know, um, you know, I asked Matt Taylor about that a couple of weeks ago, and he was he he said some really really good stuff on that actually. Did um. You know, in terms of in terms of incomings, is there, is there any kind of player or players who you would have in mind who would potentially fit in pretty well to the system and, and to not only that but the ethos of Matt Taylor? Yeah, well, obviously one of the players that's been been mentioned has been Nathan Fraser, um, as you will well know with the time that he spent covering Wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been somebody mentioned. Um, there's another one of our stories earlier in the in the season when we when we linked Shrewsbury to Fraser. I imagine with the I'm not going to call it turmoil, but there has been a bit of change. Yeah, now, yeah, of course. At, at, at uh, the Molyneux. Um, so you can call it turmoil, uh, mate. It's oh, fine. Oh, is that okay? Yeah. All right, that's acceptable. <laughs> I don't want any I'm, angry. I'm, I'm not a Wolves fan, mate. I'm a Middlesbrough <laughs> fan, so it's all good. Um, so, yeah, the Wolves, with what's been going on, obviously they've appointed Gary O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Lopetegui's gone. So, what? I, I don't know. How does that? How does that impact? How, the, you know, Gary O'Neill's not been in situ long, and I know Wolves aren't. I, I, I have watched them a couple of times, and yeah. I know they're not blessed with uh, people who can put the ball <laughs> in the back of the net. One last four years, a few times. So, you know, does that mean that Nathan? I mean, is he is he, is he in and around the first team? Squad? I, don't, I don't like I don't like this role reversal. Yeah, well, sorry, I don't like I'm it. I don't know what to do. It I'm pressure's question, on. I'm questioning you now. Um, look, I mean, look, like you say, I mean, the, the, the fact of the matter is, Wolves can't put the ball in the back of the net now. Whether Nathan Fraser fits into Gary O'Neill's philosophy, and, and you know, obviously, we've seen him at, at Compton Park and, and, and training, I would doubt it. I think, um, I think, you know, Wolves have got strikers. You've got, you know, you've got uh, Matthias Cunha who's playing down the middle at the moment. You've got Fabio Silva who's likely to stay. Sasha Kalajic who's on their books. So those are kind of the three main strikers. But you've also got players who can play in a striking position. Huang Hee Chan being, being probably the main one. Um, so I would say that Wolves predominantly will go with one up front this season, if not two. Um, and then they've got a backup there as well. So I would say that Nathan Fraser would be, I'm not going to say surplus to requirements, that's a bit harsh, but I would say that he would definitely, definitely would 
need a, a good loan sell, a good, good loan spell. But again, like we were saying before, somewhere where he's going to play, he's yeah, got to yeah, go and yeah. play. Now he's done great in the twenty ones. I mean, he bullies the twenty ones. He's quick. He's strong. He's good on the ball. He can hold the ball up as well. But he knows where the back of the net is. But I guarantee Wolverhampton Wanderers will want Nathan Fraser to be playing games of football and starting games of football. And if he's going to um, get involved in League One action, I feel like look, I know I, I understand it from a League One manager's point of view. You can't guarantee him game time. Look, if you know if he starts four games and he's useless, then you're not going to you're not going to keep yeah, on playing yeah. him. But the, sometimes there is an agreement with with clubs that they pay a percentage or a certain amount of time. That's just the nature of the beast. Um, what does help, and I, and I guess. This is especially for youngsters as well, and with the housing, and if they're still living with the parents or living in, you know, uh, in the area, is that Shrewsbury Town helps it. You know, it's still a commute, but it's only, you know, you can still, you're not moving to Carlisle, you know, or something like that. So, in, from from that point of view, um, that I think will help Shrewsbury. But again, I think it will come down to one: is he available? I think he is. Two: will he have options? Guarantee you, he will have options. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Shrewsbury, from a you know from a geographical sense, will make a lot of sense. But there will have to be prerequisites there. With if they do go ahead and, and get that deal done, um, there's no guarantees. But if they do get that deal done, he will need some game time. Can you see him putting it back on you? Because I don't like it. Can you see him playing under Matt Taylor and playing regularly? I can. I I can see him playing, but he will have to play well because. If he comes in now, for example, he'll mm. be the fourth striker. Yeah, and you would imagine. I would imagine, and I would probably. Obviously, I've only had a mortgage for six weeks. But if I had to put my <laughs> mortgage, and I'm not a gambling man, but if I was a gambling man and I had to put my six-week-old mortgage yeah. on anything, it would be that Dan Udo is probably going to pay sure. play a large percentage. You yeah, know, last time he played a full season, he scored sixteen goals mm. and was a massive mm. player for town. So I would imagine there's one striker spot available. And when I asked. I asked Matt Taylor about Max Matter and I said, what, you know, I don't know a lot about him. Um, it was quite a funny conversation, actually, because he, he had a laugh with me about it. But I said, oh, what, 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 what are we expecting from Max? Is he coming in to be uh, a first-team striker and, uh, and involved in the first team? Is he as a, a, a developer? Because he's only young. Yeah. He's only 21, 22 yeah. or something like that. I'd have to double-check his age. But he's not, he's not a... a, a, a He's not. He's still got a lot to learn, I would imagine. So, what kind of player are we? What kind of role are we expecting him to have in the Shrewsbury Town team? And what what he said was, "Have you seen him play?" Um, as if to say, if you watched him play, he he's very good. Yeah. And I kind of replied to that saying, "No, I haven't," and that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> um, to which we had a chuckle about, and he kind of then went on to explain his strengths. But what I took from that question was that. You know he expects Max Matter to play quite a significant role in the first team and the, and the plans um, this season. So that kind of says. And then you've got Bowman, and you know Bowman probably doesn't do as much in the game as much as Anudo will, and probably offer as much. But he knows where the net is. Well, that's it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at some of those strikers. I mean, I know obviously. Well, let's go. Let's go further down the table to League Two. But you look at uh, you know. DJ for, for Walsall, Walsall yeah, and he yeah. just absolutely nothing in the game absolutely yeah. nothing like honestly probably like five or six touches he's terrible he's useless <laughs> but he scores one in every two and that's what strikers are there for to do you know so I think from that point of view you know like you say the, the goal, goals are key goals are king 
And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Look, I hope, I hope Max Maddox gets a chance. I, hope, I think I think it was a good signing, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a it's been a difficult difficult start for him. But I would like to see him get a chance first and um, and see how he does. And like I say, Udo keep him fit and he's going to score goals. That's the most important yeah. thing, isn't it? Um, but that 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 creates pro- a problem if you're to bring a, a, a Nathan, Nathan Fraser. Fraser in. Yeah, in yeah, because, yeah. You Unless know, you change the system, but like yeah. you say, he's not going to. He's well, he said he's going to play three at the back, mm. so he can go from a three-five-two to a three-four-three three if yeah. he wants to, and probably play. But then I don't think the players that we've got, I've not seen Max Matter play yet, so I don't know, but I don't think Bowman and Udo, mm. and Udo are particularly suited to mm. to playing on the on as as a kind of inverted forwards as yeah. they're called. Yeah. So <laughs> it remains to be seen, we'll see. You it. can't see you can't see because this is not a video, but I'm yeah. pulling a slightly confused <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it's going to all work out. We'll probably we'll know we'll know eleven oh one on September the first, I guess, where where Shrewsbury are now and how well they've done in that in the transfer market. Uh, it'll be interesting, definitely interesting. I say eleven oh one. I mean, bloody deadline day goes on till mid midnight, one in the morning, with the, all these fax papers and pages and yeah. what's gone what's gone on. So we'll we'll soon see. Well, sometimes about that. some clubs miss them, don't they? And they, they do. They get them lost. Oh, they do. And then and then someone. Or a member of staff who was responsible goes missing yeah. as well a couple of days later. So uh, I remember West Brom, uh, someone from West Brom went uh, pretty <laughs> more recently after after messing some documentation up. But uh, yeah, very like you say, it could be a late one for you, could be a late one for me, mate. So yeah, um, yeah we're on duty together, aren't we? We are. It should be um, fun and games. Um, look, and we'll, I think we'll have a video update as well at some point during the day as well when you know where where, where Shrewsbury are, what the stance is, and um, we'll we'll have definitely have a deadline day video for for you guys. Um, as and when um, things are developing or, or if there's no more business to be had, we can do a review of the window. So that will be coming to you. I was going to ask you, actually, because, look, I haven't done... I've done a lot of clubs in my time. I've gone to a lot of grounds. And I say League One's probably... I think I've done about 78 clubs now. And League One is where my... It's, it's not a sweet spot for me. There's definitely a few grounds that I need to get to in League One. But you know me. I'm 42 years old now, mate, OK? I like my home comforts. I like... Going to a nice Premier League press box. I like four course dinner. I like my options. I like my desserts. I like my cheesecake. I like my half time. You know, the selection of sandwiches and five to six different drinks. What's the best and the worst in terms of media food that you've encountered so far on your Shrewsbury journey? Oh. Um. <laughs> To be fair, probably because no, you get your little meal ticket, Shrewsbury, don't you? Yeah, you get your little, you get um, a voucher, a little media voucher, little media voucher, the concessions. To, so yeah, so you get you get yourself a. What's your go to for that? Ah, uh, chicken balti pie. Chicken balti pie. Is every, it good at Shrewsbury? Every week. Really? Every week without fail. Oh. I'm a creature of habit. Oh. Half time or have it straight before? before no, before the game. Piping hot. Straight after team news. Oh, okay. Burning hot, top of your mouth. Probably, Can't... yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. So, yeah, that and a cup of coffee normally, or or, or maybe. Oh, you get you get a pie and a drink. Yeah, you get a pie and a drink, or you get a, an, an option from the counter. So, See, I feel like if you're going to go hot for pie, I feel like I need a coke to to, yeah, to some... cool it down rather yeah, but, than hot hot. No. Yeah. Well, not not when it's about five degrees. True that. <laughs> True that. Um, so obviously we're still we're still very very much lucky, aren't we, at the moment that the weather's quite quite uh well i would say the weather's quite good but it's been absolutely pants all summer but mm. but um it's not freezing yet yes um so yeah shrewsbury's okay i don't mind don't mind okay Shrewsbury. okay um I think probably the most interesting experience i had was when i went to morecambe the very f- oh, yeah. first game of last season okay and it wasn't that it was bad <laughs> it was that it was that oh yeah there's food and drinks and all that available for you in, yeah. in this room 
And I went and I was like, okay. Um, and I went and picked up a pie and, uh, and a drink. And then they kind of said, oh, that's £7, please. No way! Did <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah. Oh, wow, they've killed like, you. Oh, my days. They oh, absolutely no. nailed me. And I was, oh. you know, when you pass the point of no Oh, you can't. You I can't put done, it back, can you? I was done for. <laughs> absolutely done for. You know, it cut me deep. It cut me deep. Oh, so, no. So it wasn't bad. It was a nice, it was a nice, it was a nice pie. Um, <laughs> You know, I've never heard of that before. Really? No. Well, wow. no, it, was, it wasn't that. It was the way they made it sound. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, complimentary. You, it's yourself. very rare that you go to a, a, a football ground now. I would say, even even in League One, and mm. there's there's no media facilities available for you to kind of have a drink or no, or exactly. So, so, you know, it was the first game of this, and it was the first game I'd ever done. As oh, well. so you don't, you, you don't know so anything I different? You don't know. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're actually going to Fleetwood on Saturday and they didn't give us anything what? last year. But that's, I mean, to be fair, it just doesn't really, I'm not too too fussed by it. But nah, You wait till you're a couple more years in the job, mate, you'll be, you'll be furious. <laughs> well, it, as long as you know. True. As long as you know. True. So, you know, you don't go expecting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was kind of, you know, um, big... Like last year, and it was more. It wasn't the fact that you had to pay for the food. It was more kind of the situation that evolved that just kind of felt very awkward. Um, I, so mean, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's a month's wage as well. There, nine quid, ten quid. What's exactly, going on? Exactly, Crazy, absolutely scandalous. Um, any so, good, any good experiences? Yeah, some pretty good ones. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, the problem is it's a bit. It's all a bit cliche, isn't it? Mm. You can imagine what what mm. clubs I'm going to say for good media facilities. Yeah, obviously Derby was pretty good. Yeah, Derby strong. Yeah. Um, I think where else are uh, Ipswich had a lovely lasagna at Ipswich oh, nice yeah. little press box yeah just very the nice the grounds absolutely oh shocker away. shocker to get to <laughs> I think the roads is, the roads have got a little bit better than the A15 road into yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but still I mean it's a bucket to get to that and Norwich I, I always hate those oh, trips oh yeah we are, well, they're, they're close to each other aren't they I'm trying mm. to think where, where, where else we had uh, I, I did Stadium MK last year it was oh, minus, yeah. minus, minus five but we had Copper John's pizza Oh, I mean, you can't argue come on. too much with that. That's the trade-off. That is the trade-off. Um, so that was good. And I can remember I had a McDonald's on the way home as well. So, you know, the athlete in me was coming Bloody out there. Bloody hell, so. I tell you what, you better be burning it off in the field, uh, mate, because yeah. they're cranky, there's well, a lot I'll of calories. Well, i fielding and not a lot of anything else. <laughs> no, not much room between the wickets these no, days, anyway. No, no, there's not. You have to hit the ball to do that. <laughs> right, uh, before we uh, get on to previewing Fleetwood and, uh, and the no drinks and no food policy... Uh, first of all, a word from our sponsors, Kettle and Toastman, kettleandtoastman.co.uk. Get yourself involved, get yourself on the website. Ollie, I'm looking at a piece of equipment here on Kettle and Toastman. I'm looking at a beautiful kitchen set. I mean, you're moving in, yeah, brand new I, kitchen. I know, I know. I'm, I'm you're looking at some you know, sort of discounts here. Um, 11 pots and pans here, brand new, amazing quality, non-stick, which helps you, uh, plus a knife set. Plus a placemat set, how much? All brand new, T-file. 100 quid. Mm. You killed me there. <laughs> you killed me there. I'm killed you. No, no I'm, only I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Lower. 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 Um, 80. Lower. Uh, 65. Lower, baby. 50. 50 quid. 50, 50 squid. What, 11. 11 pots and pans, brand new, plus your knife set and a placeholder set. I mean, get yourself involved. KellenToasterman.co.uk Our sponsors for Shrews Views this season. Right, Fleetwood against Shrewsbury Town. Ollie, how are we looking? Nice for you to, to be able to join the team for once. Um, in terms of rebounding and getting a better result, what changes, if any, can you see Matt Taylor making? Um, well, Max Matter's now available. Mm. Will he come into the team? Mm. Will they make changes? Mm. 
I don't know. <laughs> Excellent, yeah. Expert, expert, That's expert. analysis. I'm not sure. Obviously, I didn't see the game, but I don't. I, from from what I read on social media and from the match report and from the analysis from 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 our our old mate Luke, who who, who did who covered the game for us at the weekend, I don't. They weren't awful. They mm. didn't play particularly badly. So and they won one nil the game before. Yeah. Um, did they win one nil against Burton or was it two? Uh, two. Um, it was two one. Two one. Two one. Two one. Two one. Burton. Yeah, one nil defeat against Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know to be honest. I, I, I mean, he's sticking with the same formation, right? Though you know. So I, I, no, I would assume if yeah. I if I was a betting man and my six week old mortgage, mm. I would probably be saying that there's a good chance that will be unchanged. Okay. Um, unless you know, Max Matter will probably be involved. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's had a, the bench, you think? Well, if he's had a calf strain, yeah. then you're probably going to assume that he'll be you know adding reinforcements to the bench. Yeah. Is there any fresh injury concerns? You know, that's something that we'll probably find out at the presser and we can probably give a little bit more information at that stage. But mm-hmm. right now, yeah, I would expect them to I would expect them to be pretty much as they were, unless, you know, perhaps you want Matt Taylor wants to take a gamble and throw Max Matter in right from the start. Yeah. Whether he's gonna do that or not, I would probably say if he wasn't injured yeah. and his visa had just come through and he could play. I'd say there's maybe a chance he might throw him in from the start. Okay. But given the fact that he's at, he's had a calf strain and he missed last week's game because of the calf strain, mm-hmm. it's kind of made me think that, you know, maybe they might just try and bed him in and ease him in a little bit slower. Yeah, okay. Um, Fleetwood against Shrewsbury for the most important thing. I'm going to go for a prediction first and then I'll leave it over to you, Ollie. I'm going to say Fleetwood 1, Shrewsbury Town 1. Oh, same. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, I was one, one, draw. one one draw. One one draw. I think that'd be a good. I think that'd be a good point. I think you know the, the it's. I mean, I went I went Fleetwood away last year. It was an intimidating atmosphere. Mm. It was. A, it reminded me a lot of Stevenage. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was brutal to yeah. watch. Um, but yeah, uh, Tom Bailey scored a wonderful goal with his left foot, bent it right into the top corner with the only only slither of quality mm. in the whole game. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I I would probably you know they were very. It was cold, it was wet, yeah, it was yeah. windy. Um, and it was, again, it was an early season game as well. Mm. It wasn't too far into the season that, that when they played and Fleetwood last season. So that's kind of what I'm expecting um, on Saturday. I've got, have you heard about my trip trip to the North this weekend? I know, go on. So I've got, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm doing a tour of the North. Oh, okay. Fleetwood Shrewsbury on Saturday and I'm yeah. doing Burnley Villa on Sunday. Oh, are you? There, yeah. Oh, lovely, Covering okay. Have you got a nice little um, Hilton Hotel? Yes, Premier Inn. Ah, okay, um, excellent. I am covering. For I don't mind a Premier Inn to no, be fair. No, no, Travel lodges are gross now. To, to be honest, to be honest, I'm I'm just grateful that I haven't got to drive back down the M6 True. and then drive back up it the True. next day. True. Um, so you know, I'll be working alongside with you. I won't be there, but I'll be um, I'll be on the way back yeah. from Liverpool. But um, I shall be uh, taking your beautiful copy on Sunday. Yeah. Our esteemed colleague, Mr. Matthew Mayers. Um, on annual leave, I believe. So oh, okay. um, I'm, I'm I'm sitting in the hot seat. Lovely. Um, so yeah, so it's a little tour of the. It's not. It's not often this happens. Is no, it? no, no. Of, you do two away games in two days, and you you kind of stay away. So well, back yeah. in the day when I was doing Wolves with um, uh, my ex colleague Tim Spears, we did manage to. I don't know how we did this, but um, Wolves played Newcastle United on Tuesday night in a in a Carabao Cup game, and then played them again on the Saturday. No, the Sunday at St James's Park in the Premier League. We managed to swindle 
Tuesday to Sunday, staying in Newcastle. Sounds like an absolute stag day. Oh, absolutely hammered. Hammered. <laughs> in exchange for doing one video a day and a couple of pieces. Oh, it was the dream. I even got us in the Malmaison there. <laughs> absolutely superb. Good times, good times. I can say that now. We had a different editor at the time. Um, we'll come on to questions in a little bit. Uh, before uh, we to close, um, and you'll have to say them because I've completely lost connection, so that'll be on you. Um, however... Um, what I will say, because this is my first and potentially last, I don't know, people are supposed to be like, Christ, get Johnny Drury back, um, chance to, to present this season. Because of the prediction that you've given 1-1, um, what I like to do on my podcast is have, has a prize, have a prize to win. So yeah. I'm going to say that, first of all, what you've got to do to win the prize is you've got to retweet. When you put this tweet out today yeah. of the podcast... We want you to spread the word, spread the love. Come and listen to the dulcet tones of uh, Mr. Ollie Westbury. If you retweet it, that automatically gets you a ticket to the, uh, to the old lottery. And then before the game, about two o'clock before the game, I'll let you choose. You can scroll through blind and choose one person. And that person will win a shirt, Shrewsbury Town Home shirt, shorts, socks and training kit. If I get the result right. If you get the result right. So if it finishes 1-1, you choose them beforehand, and if it finishes 1-1, they win. I mean, it's a win-win, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you have to do is retweet. Retweet Ollie's tweet. Spread the love. And if it is 1-1, you could be uh, you could be getting a nice little tweet, a nice little reply from Ollie uh, pre-game on Saturday. And if the game finishes 1-1 and you're the chosen person, you'll be getting a full kit and training top as well from Shrewsbury Town. That's not a bad effort, is it? Nope. It's not bad effort, is it? Happy days. Uh, remember to pick the person. Yes. Because I won't be there to look after you because I'm at Goodison Park. Um, a couple of questions, Ollie, before we go. Um, which ones are they, please? To be fair, we've pretty much covered the okay, questions. Okay, go on. Yeah, obviously, the thing that we discussed about Nathan sure. Fraser. Um, and, and, and obviously, we, we've kind of talked about that in enough detail, to be fair, mm-hmm. and, and how it's not probably too much worth repeating what we've already said. And yep. The other question was just about Elliot Thorpe, which we've also discussed as okay. well um, over the course of the podcast. So, yeah, um, well, there'll be some questions asked about him. From sending questions in, I know we were a little bit late today, and obviously Ollie's been away, and but I think for in, in a couple of weeks' time, we do this next one as well. Send your questions in, try and get them throughout the week, but also when, when Ollie puts it on, you know, a day before, two days before, get them in. We'll endeavour to answer them as much as possible. And of course, if you didn't listen to it, retweet this podcast tweet Ollie puts out and you've got a chance of winning a beautiful prize. Ollie, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure it and never was. a chore. Um, I shall see you very, very soon. Uh, fingers crossed. Three points on Saturday. Enjoy the hospitality at Fleetwood. Enjoy the lack of uh, food, <laughs> lack of drink. Make sure you stock up at the services yeah, beforehand. Yeah, I think I'll have to. Yeah. And then uh, and enjoy the night out on your own in the north. I mean, oh, I will do. I don't I'll want to get you a lonesome. call to um, bail you out of some kind of a prison cell at uh, <laughs> 2 a.m. going to Villa, mate. So look after yourself. Be safe in the Premier Inn. Be safe. Uh, for me, from Ollie, have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.